Elvis, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It has been a long, long time since our last episode got put out into the beautiful World Wide Web. And we're here to tell you that we have finished watching all of the movies and are here today to present to you our final thoughts and attitudes about this podcast, this series of films. And um, we've also got some other cool, interesting stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it. Yeah. The Go big ahead. belated bonanza, uh, aka, <laughs> what have we learned? <laughs> yeah, what have we learned? <laughs> oh my god! So, um, so let's give you guys a, a little bit of an update. So, um, as far as future episodes for the podcast go, we are for sure going to be watching the new Elvis movie that's coming out. We're going to watch that and then do maybe like a mini episode on it or something. Nothing too fancy. Yeah, about as much then, as when we talked about the trailer. Like it, it'll probably only yeah. take a half hour to just discuss our thoughts yeah something like that and then effectively that's pretty much it for this podcast unless we for some reason feel the need to watch every movie that has ever been about elvis in conjunction with every single movie that elvis has ever done i i finally come around to let's not do that (laughs) yeah actually i'm that's actually like shocking for you like normally you're like no no we we, we've watched elvis movies so now we have to like it's Mm -hmm. just not something that we the break was good for me it it gave me perspective and it made me think you know what i don't need that in my (laughs) life maybe we don't need to watch that many elvis movies because they would never end gosh i wish we could go back in time to like when we started the first episode and like just let us in on this conversation You know, we're like, oh yeah, we're so glad that we took that long break, and we're like, what long break? (laughs) I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, this is is a trick. Yeah. In addition to that, we are going. Oh God! I when I asked Matt what we were going to tell people about, you know, future episodes and what we were going to do with this podcast, he literally said, "Burn it to the ground, delete it off the internet." (laughs) So if that doesn't sum up where we are at mentally with thirty-one Elvis movies, uh, I don't know what does. (laughs) I was only like eighty percent joking yeah (laughs) so what we have in store for today is we're going to be ranking all of the names that elvis has had in all of his 31 movies to find out which one we think is the name that elvis would actually have if he had had any other name but elvis presley because we promised and and we keep our promises we did promise and in addition to that we are going to be ranking the movies matt has listed them in his favorite order and i disagree with them so you're gonna get to hear us fight about that which is really exciting Mm -hmm. and then once that's done we're gonna talk about the boz lerman uh trailer and the hype we're gonna get hyped up hype 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 and then of course uh we're gonna talk about some uh surrounding movie minutiae that uh, has touched our beautiful podcast right and it's pretty much that's pretty much what's on track for today so let's see how long it takes before uh, we derail the whole thing and uh, our plan falls apart. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Place your bets ten, now. In 10 minutes. <laughs> when will Morgan make jokes about wieners? Is it in the first five minutes or the first 10? Find out this week on Dragon Ball Z. On Elvis has left the movies. That's the name of this podcast. Because <laughs> we didn't really. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Elvis has left the podcast. I mean, the movies. <laughs> oh, Fro- a Freudian slip. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about the names. Oh, wait. I wanted to do some, some housekeeping. See, we're already oh, off track. Okay. All right. Do some Just a quick note. We had our big final episode. We watched Change of Habit. And at the time, you said, oh, it would be really disappointing if there was nothing that was related to The Flying Nun in our final episode. Yeah. And I said, no, there isn't. But what happened was, the way IMDb lists the cast is you have a certain amount of names listed, and then you have to click more to see the rest. Oh. And the last person who has a credit or role who isn't on the front page <laughs> is the guy who is in five different episodes of The Flying Nun. Oh, my God. So a shout Man, out that, to... Yes. You know, shout out to The Flying Nun for being, you know, the terror the best, of my nightmares. The best running gag you could, want, <laughs> you could hope for. Yeah. God. Oh, God. Okay. Um, but, so if you briefly remember the plot of... Chain of habit. There's that troubled youth, Julio. Yeah, I do. I do briefly remember. Yes. Yeah. So his dad, Mr. Hernandez, is played by Rodolfo Hoyos, and he's the one who is in five different episodes of The Flying Nun. So I see. Congrats, I see. Okay. Rodolfo. Thank you, you Rodolfo, for for your service. Sticking that landing for us all the way to the end, to the very last episode. Uh, okay. Now we can get into the names, do, and then no, we'll, we, no, we can jump back okay. and forth. We'll go to the names. All right. Okay, names, names, names. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a refresher on what we thought the best names were in the first half of the movies. So we mm -hmm. did uh, 17, we've got 17 names listed already, and then we're going to kind of incorporate the latter half of the names into this ranking system. So number one, Deke Rivers. It doesn't hurt that Deke Rivers is like, isn't he like a, a cowboy singer on the road and stuff like that? That was the so second character. movie, uh, Loving You. Yeah. Danny Fisher was number two. Vince Everett, number three. Number four, Chadwick. <laughs> Chadwick Gates. Number five, Lucky Jackson. Number six, Josh Morgan. Number seven, Mike Edwards. Number eight, Mike Windron. Number nine, Ross Carpenter. Number 10, Jody Tatum. Number 11, Pacer Burton. Number 12, Tulsa McLean. Number 13, Clint Reno. 14, Jimmy Tompkins. 15, Toby Quimper. 16, Glenn Tyler. 17, Walter Gulick. Gula. They ought to just called him Elvis. They ought to just called him Elvis in all these movies. I stand firm on that belief that they didn't need to invent this many names. In fact, they should have had like three or four names and then just made him a recurring character in like a different series of movies. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That would have then we could have actually had like a Hawaii trilogy. They would have been like actual sequels. Yeah, to each other. yeah, absolutely. But no. Okay. Let's get into the second round of names. These ones, we haven't put them into any order yet, so let's just rapid fire get them out. I put ones and zeros beside bad ones and good ones, respectively. Sure. So there's a zero for Charlie Rogers, zero for Rusty Wells. <laughs> Rusty Wells. <laughs> Number, okay, a, a one for Lonnie Beale, a one for Johnny Tyrone, and one for just Johnny. No last name, just Johnny. Just Johnny. <laughs> just Johnny, which I feel like is very 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 much an elvis thing because nobody calls him elvis presley they call him elvis and everybody knows who they're talking about right mm -hmm. zero for rick richards zero for mike mccoy zero for lieutenant ted jackson zero for guy lambert or sorry guy lambert yeah. zero for scott hayward zero for joe lightcloud zero for stephen grayson and zero for greg nolan and um i'm gonna give it a one for jess wade a zero for walter hale and a zero for Dr. John Carpenter. That's a lot of zeros. Yeah, because they're all bad. They're all bad. 
Yeah. Which one is wor- is there any of them that is worse than Walter Gulick? Let's start with like what's the bottom? What's the worse than Walter Gulick? Um I think Walter Gulick might be the worst, but I think we should put Guy Lambert right above between it. Between Walter and Glenn. Yeah. That sounds so I'll right. Put him in All there. right. Guy Lambert. Good. Yep. Um I also just personally hate Joe Lightcloud because it's like they're trying to make fun of like native last names and they're like, I don't know, it's like fucking Lightcloud or whatever. Like you can tell it really sticks out from the rest of them because they were like, I don't know how to name native people. So yeah. I'd like to. And that wasn't that. his the famous, that wasn't his name in the book. They changed it from the book too. So like. Dicks. That was purely them. That was all them being like, yeah, sure. Yeah, so I'm going to put it below Rick Richards. And that's because I have a personal vendetta against this name. But, you know, I'm not wrong. Okay. And where, well, where's Rick Richards going? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot about Rick Richards. I meant, um, <laughs> okay, actually, sorry. I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it above Toby Quimper. Just because Toby, I, I would expect that Elvis would be named Joe before he would be named Toby. That is very fair. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Also, mm-hmm. we have a lot of Mikes. Yes. So Mike McCoy, I think, is the winner, actually. So it goes above the two other Mikes. Yeah. So there's Mike Edwards, Mike Windron, and the alliterative Mike McCoy yes. gets to take first place, I think. Um, Walter Hale is also going to be put above Walter Gulick, because Gulick is a terrible last name that Elvis would never have in real life. But is it so is that, it below Guy Lambert? Guy Lambert. Um, yeah, I think it has to. Walter's not, I mean, Walter's not good, but it's not... No. Hale is fine. Yeah, but Guy is like a kind of name that you would expect a wild card to have, whereas Walter mm. is a name you would expect your grandpa to have. <laughs> like, who names their son Walter? I've never met somebody named Walter before, and I've met like several people who have called themselves Guy or Gee. What if he was just Walt, like Disney? Walt. <laughs> that would be that would be worse, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be worse. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the two Walters together, I think, because even though Guy That's is fair. a terrible name, you know, I think Walter is worse. I do like the idea of just pairing up. If it's the same name, then it's just like which one the last name, which one's worse, and then just putting it there. Yeah. In that same vein, then the two Johnnies. Yeah. Just Johnny is better than Johnny Tyrone. Yeah. So, but where would they fall? Um, I think they should go somewhere below. I think they should be above Clint Reno and below Tulsa McLean, because like, okay. so Jody Pacer and Tulsa are like the crazy names. You know, they're like the the middle child, like mm-hmm. literally. And so I think like Johnny is not cooler than them. You know, because it's just the name Johnny. That's my reasoning. You can put them there. Johnny Tyrone is a cool name though. Okay, I think Jess Wade should go by the rest of the cowboy names, which is below Johnny, but above Clint. What do you think? Or should it be higher? Okay, so between Johnny and Clint, Jess Wade. Cowboy names. That sounds all right. I have no strong feelings on these things, so I'm really letting you just take the lead on this. True. (laughs) There's not going to be much uh, back and forth. Uh, Okay, Rick Richards. Yeah. I feel like that's a name he might have. Could be. You know. But everyone calls him him Dick. Yeah. I'm mean, gonna put him under the three mics and above the Ross Carpenter. That works because yeah. I feel like Rick Richards is more of a name he would have than Ross Carpenter. Charlie Rogers, that goes way down below. That sounds like a cowboy name again. Let's put him in the cowboy section with uh, Clint. Ab- and Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, above Jimmy Tompkins, but below Clint. Charlie Rogers okay. sounds like a fucking country star. Oh, <laughs> my language. <laughs> Lonnie Beal. This one's kind of tricky. 
I like. Lonnie. I feel like yeah, Lonnie. Yeah, I I feel like Lonnie works. I feel like maybe they should go above the mics. Above Josh, though, maybe. Yeah, I think above Josh. You're but correct. below Lucky, because I think Lucky yeah, Jackson Lucky. is still better than Lonnie Beale. But yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lucky Jackson is definitely better. <laughs> okay, Rusty, <laughs> Rusty Wells. What kind of name is that? <laughs> like that just sounds. Imagine you named your kid like Rusty Door or like yeah, exactly. Rusty That's just... Car. <laughs> I'm gonna put it above Joe Lightcloud because <laughs> that's like in the same vein of like stupid naming convention. Scott Hayward, kind of meh. Could be right down the middle. I feel like Scott would be a name that he's had though. You know, maybe between Johnny and Jess. Uh, no, mm. Jess needs to be above. I mean, if Scott is like Jess a Mike or a Rick or a Ross somewhere around there. Yeah, but the mics are pretty high up there. That's true. Right? Like, Jess, Jess Wade's all the way down here. Is Scott better than Ross Carpenter? That's the real question. Hmm. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. So below Ross, okay. but above Jody? Um, Would he be called Scott Hayward before he would be called just Johnny? Um, like, I think he would be called hmm. Johnny first. Maybe I'll put him between... Between Johnny Tyrone and Jess Waite, Scott Hayward. Okay. You know oh, yeah, we got four more. Not to more. jinx us, but we're making good time. We're doing it. I know. I know. Okay, we just got four more. So we've got Steve Grayson, Greg Nolan, John Carpenter, and Ted Jackson. Dr. John Carpenter. I yes, feel like we Lieutenant have to keep the doctor Ted in there, and, and that might uh, definitely factor into where it lands. Yeah. Is this man a doctor? I feel I, like... I don't think so. Okay, I do feel like Lieutenant Ted Jackson should go with the Cowboys. Like below the Cowboys. Okay. What, what do we got for Cowboys? Where where are they? Clint Reno, Charlie Rogers, and Jimmy Tompkins, and Lieutenant Ted Jackson. Or maybe he goes above. Actually, maybe he goes I think above. Be- below Clint, but below above Charlie. No. Oh, okay. Maybe below Clint. Let's see. Clint, Clint Reno, Reno, Ted Jackson, Charlie Rogers. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Okay, Steve Grayson. This name is so fucking boring. It's putting me to sleep. It's still not as bad as Toby Quimper, though, so it's going to go between Toby Quimper and Joe Lightcloud. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Greg Nolan is going to go below Steve Grayson. But above, but above Toby. Toby. Yeah, above Toby All right. Quimper. Dr. John And last Carpenter. but not least, yeah, Dr. John Carpenter. Ross Carpenter is pretty high out there, but Dr. John Carpenter doesn't quite. Yeah. I kind of want to put him near the rest of the Johnnies because he'd be below... You know, actually, I think I'm going to put him below Joe Lightcloud. Really? Okay. I feel like Elvis would be named Joe Lightcloud before he would be Dr. John Carpenter. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Maybe above? Mm. This is a tricky one. It's the doctor that's throwing really? me out. I This one's like pretty either or. Dr. But... John Carpenter. Yeah. Okay. Dr. John. Dr. John. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it above Joe Lightcloud. Okay. Above Joe below Rusty, Dr. John Carpenter, just because it's so boring. And that is the definitive final ranking for what names Elvis would have if he were somebody other than Elvis. <laughs> what a vague That's concept. Rec- I know. Why did we why was why did you think <laughs> why this did was we do that? <laughs> yeah. A good bit. Fuck. It's fine. God. We're actually We've done it. You know, guys, we'll let you in on a secret. Actually, Matt and I share one brain cell between the two of us, and that's why this project even exists to begin with, okay? Let alone the naming conventions. So last but not least, we're going to read them all out for you just so that you can know 
what we had to go through to deal with this and make this for you. Number one, Deke Rivers, Danny Fisher, Vince Everett, Chadwick Gates, Lucky Jackson, Lonnie Beal, Josh Morgan, Mike, 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 Rick Richards, Ross Carpenter, Jody Tatum, Pacer Burton, Tulsa McLean, Johnny, Johnny, Scott Hayward, Jess Wade, Clint Reno, Lieutenant Ted Jackson, Charlie Rogers, Jimmy Tompkins, Rusty Wells, Dr. John Carpenter, Joe Lightcloud, Steve Grayson, Greg Nolan, Toby Quimper, Glenn Tyler, Guy Lambert, Walter, and Walter Gulick. That's it. Yeah. Jeez, when you Walter, say them Walter all, Hale, out, Walter Gulick, and then you skim through the mics, but just to specify and Mike the McCoy, as well. Mike, McCoy Mike, Edwards, Mike Edwards, then Mike Wingren. Yeah, and yeah. then Johnny, just Johnny, and then Johnny Tyrone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually interesting when you read them all out like that. It gives you a, a sense of like just how long it is to watch 31 movies. Like even just going through the names of each of these characters, you got to be like, holy shit, there was like an hour and a half attached to every single one of these, you know? Yeah. If, this, if, the, if there was a final exam, you'd have to match the name to the movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I could, you know, honestly, Matt, you and I could probably create like an Elvis class where we teach people about Elvis and like write little tests for them and stuff. I feel like we could do it. We could charge them money. <laughs> We're doing good for time. Do you want me to try? Real quick. Try what? Put it to putting the names to the to the movies. I'm pretty sure I remember. Oh my gosh, yes. Let's see if you can do it. That's amazing. If you can do it, the, I'll be so impressed. Okay. Deke Rivers. Okay, number one, Deke Rivers. Deke Rivers is loving you. Okay. Danny Fisher is from King Creole. Yep. Vince Everett is Jailhouse Rock. Right. Chadwick Gates is Blue Hawaii. Lucky Jackson is Viva Las Vegas. Yep. Lonnie Beale is from Tickle Me. Josh Morgan and Jody Tatum are from Kissing Cousins. Oh, right. That's where there's a tricky, because we, we included yeah. the twin, the cousins each had names, and that's why we actually have like 33 we, names we, out of yeah, we 31 movies. <laughs> um, Mike McCoy. Mike McCoy, this is where it gets tricky, yeah. the mics. I, <laughs> I don't know think... why, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one they're from. So yeah. you'll just have to do it for the fans, I guess. I think Mike Edwards was... It happened at the World's Fair, and Mike McCoy was from Spin Out. Feels I like think it was Mike McCoy's the, from one Spin of the Out. Racing no, ones. no, Spin Out had wasn't wasn't Spin Out like Tulsa McLean? No, Tulsa was GI Blues. Oh, I see. Okay, so Mike Edwards um, from the World's Fair. Mike, Mike Wingren was yep. Fun in Alcapoco, the Flying Wingrens. Oh yes, yeah. Fuck, uh, fuck that! Oh my god! Every time I think of these movies, I'm just like, wow! I can't believe I watched that. <laughs> Rick um, Richards uh rick richards oh gonna, folks he can't gonna, do it i'm gonna pass on rick richards and continue ross carpenter uh <laughs> i'm gonna pass on that one too wait rick richards you only ross get carpenter. one more pass oh what you're making up rules you only now. get one more pass yeah pacer burton so pacer burton is flaming star yep tulsa mcclain we said was gi blues okay johnny is from frankie and johnny <laughs> Johnny Tyrone is from Frankie and Johnny Tyrone. Harem Scarum. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hayward is from. Ooh, it's the one where he switches. He switches with the dude. Scott Hayward. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Oh, that was Clambake. Oh, okay. Because his daddy, the Haywards, they own they own right like a oil or something. Okay, what about um, Jess Wade? 
Jess Wade is Charo. Yep. Clint Reno is Love Me Tender. Yep. The very first movie. Lieutenant Ted Jackson is from... Is it that... I think I know which one it is. Maybe. Is the one of the Hawaii ones? Is that the... Is that the... No. I, no? I don't think so. I, I think it might be the one with the, the Germans. Well, that was G.I. Blues. And that's where he oh, played... Oh, okay. Never mind. Never Tulsa. Mind. I'm a... I've misremembering. Yeah, because he... I think Lieutenant Ted Jackson could be... If you don't get it right, this is your last one. You'll lose. <sighs> Lieutenant Ted Jackson. No, no, don't start with that. He's a lieutenant. Paradise. Paradise Hawaiian style is the one I'm thinking. I'm going to double check, and if it's wrong, this program is over. Paradise. <laughs> Hawaiian style. Guy Lambert was Double Trouble. Glenn Tyler was Wild in the Country. Toby Quimper was Follow That Dream. No, you're incorrect. About Ten Jackson. Rick Richards was Paradise Hawaiian style. <sighs> you lose, Matt. You couldn't do it. We should have never started this if we'd known you I were was, such a... My, my hubris. I was too confident. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wasn't confident at all. I don't know why I tried. But I I, I was on a good run there for a bit. The, the more... Because yeah. there's a... It's unfortunate that there's so many of these movies that are just interchangeable because there's a few that I can remember just from the plot, but otherwise, who knows? It's all a blur, you know? Gets to be a real blur after a while. It would be a fun drinking game, though. If you and your friends actually like to watch Elvis movies and want to have like a themed Elvis party, a drinking game where you have to match the names to the movies, and if you don't get it, you have to take a shot, that would be great. I I I would break that party wide open, you know? Mm-hmm. I would do things to that party. The last few I know, just to throw them out there. Okay. Walter Hale is from The Trouble with Girls. Greg Nolan is from Live a Little, Love a Little. Uh-huh. Joe Lycloud is, of course, Stay Away Joe. Dr. John Carpenter is Change of a Habit. Jimmy Tompkins is also Loving You. That was the, Yeah, that was the two extra ones. We have 33 names for 31 movies because Loving You, he's Deke Rivers, but his real name was... Oh, uh, Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Tompkins and and then Kiss and Cousins. There's two of them because the cousins. Correct. All right, Matt. Come on, let's move on. Let's yes, on. we're done. We did it. Okay. So I proved uh, I'm almost. I'm almost, good, <laughs> but not quite. Almost. Yeah. Okay. So now we're on to uh, movies. 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 Right. Wait. Movies. Before we let's well, instead of jumping right back into another listing of things, though, I just go wanna... back to a footnote. Footnote. Yeah. So there was like Finish this watching a murder she wrote. Yes, there was this narrative yeah. in the background. As we were going through this podcast where I was mentioning that uh, me and my sister, as a nice little sibling fun activity, we were watching all of uh, Murder, She Wrote. And we did it. We finished all 12 seasons. That's 264 episodes. And even after those wrapped up, she did four TV movies and we watched those as well. Jesus, So man. we have literally seen every single performance of Angela oh Lansbury God. as J.B. Fletcher that she's ever done. That's just too much. I imagine you've like changed your and then, in the basement wait. and have like taped her eyes open. <laughs> you know? Okay, And then <laughs> we even watched a whole other show. There was a three season 44 episode series called Father Dowling Mysteries. And okay, what happened was chained that... her up in the basement and taped her eyeballs open. <laughs> Holy jeez. No, I got her the set of the full series set for Christmas. And so that was oh, like, I see. it was always the plan to do that after Murder She Wrote because it's much shorter, and, uh... but it's still related because Tom Bosley, who played the sheriff, the local sheriff for the first four seasons of Murder She Wrote, he left the show because he got the lead in this. So he got to be his own detective. Yeah. And he was like a, a priest who solved mysteries with a wisecracking nun. 
It was kind of fun. I see. It was a lot more yeah. weird than. It was a lot more. Show. You mean it was a lot more flying nun be- without the flying bit? There was no flying. There was angels in one episode. It was That's less like weird. it, it That's went full supernatural. Weird. They jumped the shark. Yeah. In like the first season. Yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Bro, can we just take a minute? We started watching Twin Peaks, and like oh, I would like to for the I first would time like to take a moment. Uh, I've seen it before, but I haven't finished watching it. Okay. So we're we're going. Uh, Chris is watching it for the first time ever. Nice. And I just want to take a moment to appreciate that there was a period of time in media where you could make a TV show about spooky things and police officers at the same time and be really 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 fucking weird about it and mm-hmm. it would get really popular yeah like i'm not you know like okay let's do here's a comparison right um sure what's that the it's a german one i think it's called dark about time travel and stuff like yeah that. for netflix yeah yeah super great the police are involved in that one and there's weird things happening but it isn't weird like the texture the mouthfeel of the show is dramatic it's not fucking well, weird two words david lynch like yeah he can't, that's what i'm getting at he's on right? a whole other level and that's what i'm getting at so i just want to take a moment to be thankful for the fact that there was a period of time in which david lynch could make a cop tv drama show <laughs> where he's like i don't know maybe they'll have some spooky dreams and there'll be a creepy thing in the forest somebody died who knows, man? It's great. It's amazing. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. First of all, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Had it's you not ever supposed to be funny, but it is right. Had you watched the the third season? The like a few years back, they did like the revival oh, no. slash. No, I that I want to give a shout out to that. That a yeah a network gave David Lynch carte blanche to do an eighteen hour like eighteen episode follow-up and it is just as insane if not more so than the original series and it's just completely unfiltered david lynch and it was like the best thing it's like i love it frustrating but that's because it's like that's what he does like you're like where is this going there's a scene just uh, no spoilers there's a scene where we just watch a dude sweeping the floor of a bar like an unbroken shot and there's like just like peanut shells and stuff on the ground he's just sweeping for like five minutes no dialogue and you're just like david what are you doing what is this (laughs) um but that's what he can do because they're just like yeah go ahead do whatever so there you go it's true yeah so just wanted to take a moment to to shout out that uh let's get back to it so uh ranking the movies on to the movies movies. so matt has provided the little list for us to look at which i haven't um, looked at since i did it like a few months ago when we last recorded so i don't know okay so he separated it into a couple of categories. Sure. We've got good, would watch again, okay, might watch again, bland, not worth watching again, and bad, would not watch again. Um, and I'm noticing just right off the bat that I've only got five listed in the bad, would not watch again list, which is yeah, seems a little low. That's, I, seems, yeah, seems something's wrong here, right? <laughs> I was being very generous back then, I guess. Yeah. Matt's, Matt's a very generous, like, movie watcher in general. Like, you're pretty, you're pretty nice to movies that, like, try but don't make it all the way and you're like, no, i look for good. the silver linings and usually ignore yeah. the glaring flaws <laughs> yeah it's just like a nice. it's like it's more of like a defense mechanism i think that my brain does just so i don't i think so too have so to that hate you don't... films because i don't want to do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's probably really accurate because uh through watching these 31 movies all i could think about was how badly i wanted to jump off a bridge <laughs> so <laughs> i i feel that uh, okay, so let's get into it. Let's uh, do it one section at a time. What do you? So what yeah. do you think about my? Yeah, let's start with the good category. Yeah, I think it's bad. 
not it's not that bad the, the reason why i don't like it is because how could you how could you put king creole ahead of wild in the country how could I th- you i thought this over okay okay and before we started i had seen king creole and i knew it was yes. like his best film and we rewatched it for the podcast and then we watched wild in the country and that was a pleasant surprise but if i'm looking objectively right at what is just a better film i think king creole is just a better film really what makes it's, you it's michael critique's it's like the guy who directed crack casablanca that black and white cinematography the the new orleans i just i don't know the attitude wild in the country has really good like character work and it's it's there's subtleties and stuff right but it's I'd rewatch King Creole before I'd rewatch Wild in the Country, but I rewatch both. That's why they're in the would watch again section. I see. Yeah, I think maybe I think I might put Wild in the Country ahead, just because in addition to some of the the really nice stuff that I liked in the movie, I think Elvis is really trying in that movie to you know be his own actor not to say that he isn't in king creole but in wild in the country he has had a couple of years to really step in and try to fill those shoes as best as he can that is a factor because king creole is pre going to the army and wild in the country is post the army and so that's yeah yeah. so i i like when i'm watching king creole like i really see a boy i really just i see a boy and when i'm watching wild in the country i'm seeing more of a man you know, not a total man, but like definitely more of a man. I think it was a good role for Elvis to play because, bro, let's be honest, like he wasn't going to get a fair shake at representing himself as an actor ever again, really. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's yeah. more more than anything. It's it's chalking this kind of like it slipped through the cracks and somehow they yeah. got made with for freaking Colonel Tom Parker there breathing yeah. over breathing on his yeah. neck. Yeah, I think I so I, for that reason just because of the experience factor, I think I would put Wild in the Country ahead, but King Creole is also really good. I I enjoyed watching Jailhouse Rock more than I enjoyed watching King Creole as well. Mm. But that is because Jailhouse Rock is much more tailored to a musical which better suits the concept of Elvis in a movie at that time. Yes. If we were just talking about King best does. sequence, it's the entire Jailhouse Rock yeah, number. Like it, that was iconic, like revolutionary. So iconic, right? Like just amazing. Oh, I want to just also, say one thing. The, the sexy jail boys. Yes, you know, of course. Mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, like over the break, I was watching a lot of stuff, of course, over the holidays. And there, they, there was a marathon on Turner Classic Movies of the three That's Entertainment films, which were like uh, clip shows, pretty much. Mm-hmm. They were extended clip shows that got theatrical releases in the 70s, I want to say. And like the third one wasn't until the 90s. But they were just all the big MGM musicals throughout the years. They took like the best dance numbers and they oh, had like... Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. And Fred Astaire and um, Gene Kelly like Gene hosted Rodgers. it. Oh, Gene Kelly. Ooh, how fun. Yeah, so they would just show up and they, and they would be like on the lot just showing off like, here's where all the magic used to happen and let's talk about Sid Charisse in this and then they would cut to a clip. Aww. And in the third one, they included the Jailhouse Rock number. Oh, that's nice. It's the only Elvis representation, but, you know, deserved. and uh, Yeah, well deserved. Because they're right? showing like the other generation after the 30s and the 40s. There was like, they were still carrying on the legacy and stuff. Yeah. So there you go. So let's, um, that's my only real critique of um, Good Would Watch Again, but we'll list them for you, for you guys, so that you can know which Elvis movies are worth watching and which ones aren't. Yeah, at the so, very least, these can, the ones we've, those three can stay within this category. 
Except for Blue Hawaii. I fucking hated that. Movie. Well, see, notice it's, <laughs> also, at the, it's at the... Wait, wait, why is Fun in Acapulco ahead of Blue Hawaii? That I did that, movie Whoa, whoa, whoa. I did insane. that for you. You loved Fun in Acapulco <laughs> more than I did. I mean, I, I mean, I did. It was really amazing. But, like, also, I don't, I don't know if it's, like, good, good. You know, I think it's, like, holy shit, good. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe they made this into a movie good. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. I, more so than the actual good, okay, bland, bad. It, we should just be focusing on the would watch again versus might watch not versus watch. not watch. Yeah. Like, we'd watch I Fun and Alcapo so. and no problem. Hell yeah. We'd watch I, Blue just Hawaii, for the, bro, just for the scene where they fade from one diving board to a picture of a diving board alone, I would mm-hmm. watch Fun and Alcapo again. It's yes. amazing. Okay, let's do would watch again and, and would not. So, King Creole, Wild in the Country, Jailhouse Rock. Viva Las Vegas, Love Me Tender, Fun in Acapulco, Kid Galahad, Loving You, and Blue Hawaii are all in Matt's Watch Again. Is and there I think anything I would, you would add? I, I would agree with that. I would add... Let's see. Would I add anything? Um, No. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't add right. anything. But I, I would also take away Blue Hawaii because I, I really didn't like Blue Hawaii. I put it I at the not... tail end of Would Watch Again. Yeah, like I wouldn't watch Even it. though it's just one section, I still kind of ranked it within the section. And so that was just like, because of its pop culture legacy. Yeah. Even though, update, it still hasn't been put out on Blu-ray. What the hell's up with that? Come on, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hill fair, I will die fair on. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's do the okay movies. Might watch again. Uh, Matt might watch these again. Girl Happy, Double Trouble. What's the one with the girl that I really liked? And the the boat in the pool, and she's drunk, and she's getting tossed. That was Girl Happy. That's why it's at the top. Okay. It's like almost yeah, yeah. would watch again. I'll put Girl Happy and, and would watch again just because I loved her performance so much, and I just want to watch her smile and giggle and laugh all the time. Yes, just that. Uh, Double Trouble, Follow That Dream. Wait, 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 wait. What's the one with the Kitty Hawks? That's Kissing Cousins. <sighs> I have it in Bland, but you also like that one. Maybe I, more than I, I did. did. I would put that in Might Watch Again. Because if I had to sit down with a group of people and like throw on popcorn and put on an Elvis movie that I know would get some laughs out of us, Kissing Cousins would probably be it. Honestly, looking back just... on it, I don't know why I didn't give it the extra edge because I'm I'm a sucker for the whole split screen, even though it only happens once. Yeah, you are just... a big split screen okay, fanatic. Yes. I can officially, I'll say let's put that in Might Watch again. Okay. We're not going to bother so... with the individual numbered ranking. We're just going to say the yeah, category no, because otherwise yeah. we are all day. So for the rest of Might Watch again, uh, follow that dream, clam bake. Tickle Me, Roustabout, Paradise Hawaiian Style, The Trouble with Girls, Live a Little, Love a Little. Um, for Bland... And, and we're adding worth, Kissing Cousins, yeah. And adding Kissing Cousins. Um, I would take I would take away Follow That Dream. That's the one where they're living on the beach, right? But that's, that's pure himbo Elvis. He was so fun in I, that movie. He was... Okay, yeah, that's true. That He was... I do remember he was big doofus himbo Elvis. when he's beating up all the guys he's like oh geez sorry yeah oh my god yeah i forgot about that okay it can stay it can stay might watch again bland not worth watching again it happened at the world fair which i want to say might be controversial i think there's a lot of love for that film i i think there um, is too actually I, I i can see why it's one of the movies that is sometimes set apart from the rest of the quote-unquote elvis style movies right something about that lead female performance too was really it was different. The nurse? Yeah, it was it was a little bit different 
from some of the other stuff we've seen. Uh, also in Not Worth Watching Again, we got Speedway, which I agree. Frankie and Johnny. Charo. Kissing Cousins, which we moved up. Um, Spin Out. Easy Come, Easy Go. And uh, G.I. Blues. Oh my god, G.I. Blues was so... I hated that movie. I mean, you might, you're probably tempted to throw it into the bad when I watch it again. I would. I would. We just, could. Just for the scene where he's like singing with the puppets... I hated that. That so was the much. best scene in the movie. No, it was. Awful. It was the one was redeeming because so... he's just doing his charming Elvis thing, right? No. No, the worst scene in the movie was when the baby was upset. Morgan. Oh my God, that's right, the baby. They made oh it. Yeah. Let's just throw this, into the, I'm throw this into the bag. That baby was crying for so long too, like so freaking long. Yeah. Oh my God. GI Blues, you've um, been demoted. You're down to. Not, yeah, would not you've watch been again. demoted. So bad would not watch again. GI Blues, Flaming Star, Girls, 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 Harem Scarum, Stay Away Joe, and Change of Habit. Okay, so I've had some time to think. Okay. And I hate Change of Habit with a burning passion. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like it is one of the worst Elvis movies based off of its subject and its handling of those subjects. Yes. But I think in terms of technicality, I think technically Harem Scarum is a worse movie just because it's like barely a movie. You know what I mean? Yes. No, I agree. That, yeah, that's true. The, like yeah. we said, I had it ranked within the category lower, but that was because we went real hard on that movie. Oh um, my God. That, that might have just been bad. due to some extra exhaustion of being at the end. I think so. Like... Yeah. I think I think I think I would not have liked any of the movies, whatever movie was last. But I think because it tried to deal with some really sensitive subjects and didn't stick the landing, I was like, how dare you? Yeah. You can't do this to me! <laughs> right? So I will uh, I will concede that uh, maybe we were a bit too tough on it. But Jesus, it's a bad movie. Like, don't... That's the scene alone where they terrorize that poor child was, mm. like, so awful. And that, I think maybe Harem Scarum and Change of Habit kind of share the last spot. Just because I really, I really did not like watching that scene. Um, I liked, I disliked watching that scene as much as I disliked watching the entirety of Harem Scarum. So I think they share a spot. That That's fair. That works. Yeah. And that's our pretty much definitive ranking of the Elvis films. Um, I hope that was useful to our <laughs> listeners. Um, I don't know why we've done this. I don't know what purpose this has served. So I hope that you get something out of it because this does nothing for me. <laughs> yeah. We can we can move on though. So. We can we can finally close the book on this chapter. Uh, let's get back to some footnotes. We've got some exciting news about uh, Matt wants to tell you about West Side Story because he just can't help himself, can he? I mean, it's expected. I would you know like <laughs> if I didn't say anything, people would be like. Why, why didn't he say story? anything? Why didn't he say anything? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as you know, there was a new West Side Story that came out. It was directed by Steven Spielberg, this young up-and-coming director that you, uh, <laughs> he shows a lot of potential. Maybe you've heard of. <laughs> um, and it was re- I finally got around to watching it, and it was really, really good. I kicked myself yeah. that I hadn't seen it in theaters, but, you know, what yeah. are you going to do? Um, but, oh, my God. Like, it's great. I love it. It, it does look... Like, you can tell... You can tell that it was a labor of love. I heard that Steven Spielberg is like, okay, that's it. No more musicals after this. Yeah, one. pretty much. Like his, this was just his one like lifelong dream. This is the one he wanted wow. to do. And this is, and everyone's like going, no, make another one because you're really good at it. <laughs> but, 
if he doesn't have the same passion for it, I could see why he'd be like, you know, he'd have to be really into the material. Yeah. But hopefully. It's interesting to see how certain directors gravitate to certain movies for remakes, right? Mm -hmm. Like West Side Story, you can sort of tell that probably one of the reasons that you got Steven Spielberg interested in redoing it is because there was such work put into you know the cinematography the directing the how the shots were taken like there was a lot of tender love and care put into it and not so much with other musicals like some other musicals mm-hmm. were just like all oh, right they're singing and dancing just pan the camera watch the feet blah 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 and on top of all that the screenplay uh, by tony kushner who's worked with spielberg before i think he did oh. they did lincoln together um is great because like the way they like adapt some of the stuff like the the fleshing out of the character of chino who's the one who spoilers shoots tony at the end right he has like a whole character arc. he's like a such a oh he was shit. like yeah in the original he's just there and then all of a sudden he's like the guy with the gun at the end who's like Pew. but in this one he's like this meek dude who like likes maria and then there's like this whole change that happens throughout um and it was really good i so like That's there's a lot cool. stronger characterization of course the representation of the actors being That's nice, put eh? into the roles. Yeah, that was like the most glaring flaw the original has is Right. none of the Puerto Ricans were Puerto Rican except for Rita Moreno who of course returns in this one. Mm-hmm. She gets to play the the shop owner now, which is really Ooh, nice. Um exciting. Yeah, it was just oh, it was really good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that it turned out. I saw some of the you know, they released some of the scenes on YouTube and I mm-hmm. saw some of them and they look fabulous. One of the things that I noticed about it was that the sound design on the dancing was really toothsome, like really sink your teeth into yeah. these really um, deep, deep, rich sounds coming from people's feet and their fabric. Yeah, you want to test they, out like your home you surround know? system, Get pop that in and you'll really get yeah. the full like, experience. Yeah experience all right let's move on to the baz lerman let's get into that shit so the second trailer has come out and they've showed it to some they've screened it at some conventions that, so we've well, got a first yes. not to be that guy but they they it premiered at the Cannes film festival in france oh i see sorry like, i th- i thought you, i'm sorry i thought you meant cons as in conventions that's why <laughs> when you said that i was like oh, i guess i went to they went to cinema con and they were showing off <laughs> No. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, so they at the Cannes Film Festival, not a convention. It didn't. Different. I want to say specify it didn't play in competition, so it wasn't up for like the Palm Door or all that stuff. Right. But I don't um, know what that means. That movie and Top Gun Maverick had their premiere at at Cannes, and they oh, both. Okay. Um. Yeah. And the. So. The, uh. Yeah. What's the consensus? Mm-hmm. The critical consensus is majority good. Cool. And some Same. of the the criticisms in the like more harsher reviews seem like they were just like they don't like Baz Luhrmann's style in the first place. I see. There was one really scathing review, but this and one of the pull quotes was like, "This movie might be the most chaotic visually big <laughs> studio film since Speed Racer." And I'm like, "You fools! I love Speed Dude, Racer. Dude, that's you're amazing. Making, yeah, you're just Speed making me want to watch it more. <laughs> yeah." That is so exciting. Hey, bro, if this movie is fucking Speed Racer meets Elvis Presley, I am so on board. <laughs> Remember how we, we were very happy that there's the Elvis connection with Speed Racer, that the, the creator of Speed Racer based the race? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. So, so fun. I think it's so perfect. Fun. It makes sense. I think so, too. Yeah, and mo- really mostly it was just like- a Japanese Elvis anime. <laughs> yes. I would watch the crap out of that. 
Well, I we're see Miyazaki, allegedly, dude. <laughs> we're allegedly, it's not an anime. We're allegedly still getting that animated series, Agent King, for Netflix. Oh, yeah. Where he plays like a secret agent, which we've had no updates on for a while. But if you go to your Netflix, you can add it to yeah. your, like, let me know when it's out list. Yeah. So maybe that's a step in the right direction. I don't know. Okay. We'll see what happens. I would also, you know, Netflix is cutting a lot of shows. I mean, yes. a lot, a lot. Especially so This might be one of the ones stuff. that we see. Yeah, especially so. animated stuff. So we might be uh, following a pipe dream on that one, but mm. we can still hope. Who knows? We can still hope. So um, I, the only criticism that I have is that the guy that plays Elvis doesn't I... really look like Elvis, which is okay. Well, here's, a, here's an interesting little thing. Yeah. Going back to West Side Story. And famously, of course, <laughs> as I've stated many a time, uh, you know, Elvis was up for Tony and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So the guy who plays Tony in the new West Side Story is Ansel Elgort. Mm-hmm. Who's that? That's He was Baby Driver. Oh. Yes. And how and does he, that relate? He was on the short list for the actors they were considering for Elvis to play Elvis. Oh. Oh, that would have been fun. But I don't yeah. know that he looks more like Elvis, though. That's the thing I was going to bring up. Like, I don't know if... Who, which actor, young actor in the right age range looks enough like Elvis uh, and yeah. has the musical background and like... No one. No one. That's no. the thing, right? Like you, you get a lot of people who can have the, the pipes to be able to sing Elvis songs effectively, but very rarely do you get them to look the way he looked when he was young. When he's older, it's easier. That's why you've got, you know, Elvis impersonators in droves everywhere in like Las Vegas and shit. Like it's it's not so difficult to do when you can put on those big aviator glasses and hide half of your face. Mm-hmm. But to get him young, he had such a distinctive looking face. You yes. know, this there's nothing you can really do about Austin do. Butler's facial features. His eyes are more narrow and his nose is more narrow. Yeah. He's got a more narrow face. But once again, going back to all the reviews that have been coming in, I've not seen a single one that has like said that he's bad. Yeah, that's good. Even the ones that hated the movie said that Austin Butler it may be awards worthy. Like he really yeah. goes Ooh. a lot. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, like I'm looking at Austin Butler now and like certainly I think out of probably the rest of the artists there are rather actors that they had to work with. He does look more like Elvis than... He definitely can, well, he embodies that kind of like, there's like a, a dangerous a pouty. kind of bad boy yeah. Yeah. kind of feel almost. Something about the, the, the big kiss ass lips, you know? <laughs> Sorry, Austin Butler. It's not your fault. You've got lips. You'll just have to live so, with yeah, that. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. And did so you know he's 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 also been cast in Dune Part Two? Oh really? Mm-hmm. You know oh, the part fun. that that Sting played in the the David Lynch version with the freaking metal fong codpiece? I I forget the character's oh name. God. I, oh my god. He's playing that guy, and that's pretty great. I well, hold on. First of all, I didn't know that David Lynch did the Dune movies. It's famously that, his actually. his greatest regret. It was the one time he did like a big studio film and he didn't get final cut and he just he's not a fan. He hates that movie. Yeah. I think it has its moments. It's really messy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think that I think the trouble Let's get into Dune for a second cuz I actually really really okay. really liked the the new movie. Welcome to Dune Corner. Yeah, welcome to Dune. <laughs> to the detour. So I think the a Dune issue tour. With- <laughs> I think the Sorry. issue of Dune from the ninth from from the David Lynch version is that it really didn't matter how good of a job David Lynch did with the movie because Dune is one of those science fiction movies that until we have the capacity to render it in good digital CGI, it's always going to be a failure. 
That's what I think. And it's too short. Like, yeah. you can't do it in one film. No, you can't. Yeah, it's true. They try to it's cram true. too much. Yeah. Yes, sir, uh, Bob. I see, so I'm I'm really excited about the next Dune. I'm sad that it's going to take so long to get to it. But... Um, It'll be worth the wait. Yeah. Exciting. I will say oh. he first worked with Kyle MacLachlan on Dune. Dune uh, Kyle MacLachlan, who plays Agent Cooper in Twin Peaks, he's the one who plays Paul Atreides in... Oh my, I'm Dune. looking at him right now and I'm like, oh my God, that's that's Agent Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. So at the very least, it was nice. This is where they first met and then they worked together on like Blue Velvet and yeah, long, long, long friendship and career together. That is so great. So great. Oh, here's that, um, here's the metallic cod piece you were talking about. Yeah, so that's what the character that this? Austin Butler's playing in the sequel. It's crazy. This is a crazy pair of pants, man. <laughs> and that's that's freaking sting of the police that's sting that's insane that's insane oh it's yeah. insane all right so i'm done looking at it <laughs> uh yeah that's pretty much everything that we've got in store for this episode we've gone through the list we've told you all about everything that's happened from since our last episode to this one and everything that's gonna happen from now on um matt do you have anything that you want to let the people know uh i mean we appreciate the viewership yeah. we appreciate your patience if we really do you've after a few months you saw the notification come in that hey there's a new episode and you're like oh, okay yeah i'll go there i uh my gosh I, I can't believe that there's people that watch our podcast i'm so shocked that there's people who are like i want to listen to these two fools <laughs> so thank you for that thank you for your engagement i've got some messages on oh i maybe you can tell people I got some messages on our Elvis podcast Facebook mm. about where to find some of these movies. Right. Um, well, I can tell you. Okay, so I can tell you right now. We made a point of saying that Charo, for some reason, is the most accessible Elvis film. Right. You can find it streaming for free on Tubi and Plex, like in most of the regions that our our listeners are from: Germany and uh, the UK and. Australia and Canada and the U.S. Nice, yeah. Oh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. Michael Harris uh, is a fan of the show and wants to know where can they get the Trouble with Girls and Easy Come and Easy Go. Okay, those are yeah, those are harder yeah. ones. I remember. Are... So Matt sent those to me in like a series of uh, DVDs, but a lot of them are sketchy as hell. <laughs> yeah. It's, so. I don't you know. Can, yeah, on I don't know where like <laughs> browsing, browsing online, you can find a lot of like movie packs where they package like seven of his films, just slap ah. them together. And I don't know which one had trouble with girls and Easy Come, Easy Go. Was it? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't. I think I ended up getting like an individual Easy Come, Easy Go release. That was one of the right. sketchy ones. Um, yeah. So the answer is we don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm looking yeah, at know. like. I don't uh, know where you got this from. <laughs> I looked around and I hunted and gathered and... Oh, wait, here's... Okay, since we're talking about physical media, which I, of course, a big uh, proponent of... Yes. I can mention we don't have any updates on, you know, Blue Hawaii if it ever comes to Blu-ray. Right. But we're one step closer to maybe having a North American release of Tickle Me on Blu-ray. Yeah. So I own every single Blu-ray that's been put out, like, in, uh, North American-wise. And one of the only films that was out on Blu-ray but not in North America was Tickle Me. It had a German release. But, ah. like, literally, like, a week from now, it'll have 
an Australian release come out, which if it's region free, I might just end up getting, I don't know. Or I might just wait to see because that might be like one step closer to having a North American release. But at least like the package and everything is in English. Right. So that's that's the news. Also, strangely enough, recently they announced that there was going to be, a, once again, they were re-releasing another edition of Viva Las Vegas and Jailhouse Rock, the ones that have been released like the most over and over again. Right. Because I mean, they are his most famous movies, but I guess they never got like a UK edition because that's what's happening. They're going to be distributed by warner brothers uk so that's a thing nice. obviously there's i mean the movie's coming out so there you know we might see more and more elvis related okay. stuff but essentially anyway to sum it up mr we Mike don't know Harris, <laughs> i don't know no I'm idea sorry where we got them from so sorry good luck they're they're also watching i think you can like, probably the entire series with the right with a friend of theirs so they're trying to figure out where to get it from. Yeah, my mom, um, just like Morgan, owns like all of them on various DVDs and stuff there. You have to build up a weird collection and you can yeah. do it without having overlap, which is nice. Yeah. Like, usually the ones that are in one edition are not on the same as another one. True, but true. Yeah, I don't know. I got to Wait, I'm going to double check one thing. There was recently, like literally like a month ago, there was a new release. It was just a, a new DVD of seven elvis films maybe wow it was just like i i was in a local video store place and it was in the new section like this was a brand new release but it was just they once again packaged some elvis movies and put them together on dvd and it was very strange um so that would probably be the most easy to find if it's still new like that uh, aha here it is elvis seven film collection dvd yeah this was like brand new what's on this jailhouse rock viva las vegas girl happy spin out elvis that's the way it is and elvis on tour and this is elvis okay well those last three are all like the documentaries gotcha so really out of the movies the narrative films you're only getting four you're getting jailhouse rock viva las vegas girl happy and spin out which is fine those are not bad especially nice to have girl happy on there because that's one we we liked mm-hmm. spin out i could do without anyways that's the last word on that that's all i can say okay Okay. All right, man. Well, yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's, you know, guys, thanks for tuning in. This is pretty much our second last episode. We're going to watch the the Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie and then hit you up with a quick review on that. But essentially, there's nothing planned further than that in the future. So um, we'll see you then. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, So wait, wait, uh, what did we learn? Let's, let's, let's. What did we learn? God, Jesus, if you think you need to watch every single Elvis movie, you're wrong. That's what I've learned. You don't have to do it. You can exist in peaceful, ignorant bliss without ever knowing about some of the racist dog shit crap that Elvis and company got up to, okay? And in fact, probably it'll be easier for you to sleep at night and defend the fact that you love listening to his music. So that's what I've learned. (laughs) What have you learned, Matt? Yeah, this is a cautionary tale. Um, yeah <laughs> I mean I don't am I am I worse off for having seen all these I don't know I definitely now have yeah. just a bunch of Elvis trivia minutia that like anytime I'm thinking of a movie I'll be like oh did that actor was that in an Elvis movie and then the, <laughs> it's like, that that's annoying that's not gonna go away <laughs> so yeah don't do it yeah. I don't know don't do it. Don't do it. Just watch our podcast. We'll do it for you. You know, we've all, we've done the work. You don't have to do it. Just let us. Well, I, I guess if you've gotten to this episode, you've watched our podcast. So <laughs> don't listen to me. I'm the, I, I'm the pretty one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't watch any of the actual Elvis movies, but do go see Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Because I feel like yeah. that's a movie 
That'd be nice if it made money. <laughs> I don't want yeah. it to bomb because it's a yeah. big pricey thing. Go check it out. And thank you so much for joining us today. I don't have anything else to say. I mean, we're still on, on Twitter and, and Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah. We are still on Twitter and Facebook. But yeah, no, thank you for um, engaging and send us a like. Or if you've got any ideas or opinions about what we should do with the rest of our lives. You know, we're on the internet. We've put ourselves out there. So you're entitled to do that as well. If there's a movie you want us to watch. And we we're entitled to ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no promises, but uh, SDFU, essentially. <laughs> no, just kidding. We love you. Please uh, please engage with us. Please? Pretty I please? I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's, it's, let's... Been a, it's been a good run. It has been. What a journey. Matt, thanks for taking us on this journey. A round of applause to Matt. Thank you. Without your tireless work and effort in recording these and editing them and looking up facts, we wouldn't know all these wonderful things and be able to tell other people about them on the internet. So hats off to Matt. So without further ado. Bye. <laughs> no, we got to do our sign off. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what was it again? Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you very you much. Very much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.